Welcome to Sin 315. We're here to encourage and equip Christians to engage in the adventure of sharing Jesus with those that God puts into their life. And we're so glad you're here. Matthew, Matthew, here we are back. Hey, man. Man, oh, man. I got to tell you something. The person that we have invited on the podcast today, uh-huh. every time I see her, she reminds me of my favorite cousin, Linda. Wow, that's cool. Yes. And I don't know if my favorite cousin, Linda, that's how she introduces herself to people. I'm Kevin's favorite really? cousin, Linda. Yes. <laughs> and she is really wonderful. She was a, a director at a Christian school for so long, and I do love her so, so much. And you just look just like her. Okay. I know, I know, we got to do that. <laughs> now but we have to have her on. <laughs> Linda's not on the show today, but Melinda. Melinda. Botticelli. Is it the house? Hello, Melinda. Hi, Hello, Mel. Kevin. Hi, Matt. I wish sometimes that people could hear the conversation and the prayer and today the music that goes on before we press a record mm-hmm. button because it's just been so good today, hasn't Very it? Very sweet. As much or more than any of the episodes that we've done together here, I really feel the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. and the purpose of the Lord in this conversation. So I'm so happy for the people that get to yeah. hear this. Oh, good. So how are you doing? I'm good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we're growing, lots of growth and lots of busyness with three kids, three teenage kids. Oh my gosh. It's crazy to say, um, but all good things. I think one thing that's interesting, and I want to walk through this in our conversation, but I think people know slices of you. Hmm. I know that's the case for me, and we've had some conversation to open up. But people know you on the worship team Mm. and have been blessed. You know, we did a CD that was just all you, and that was fun. And then there's a completely different group of people who may know you as part of the Foothills worship team, but they know you as Mrs. Botticelli, (laughs) and you teach their children and my grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So what age do you teach? So it's five and six-year-olds. I teach kindergarten, and it is (laughs) just as wonderful as you would think. They are the picture to me of the scripture where God calls us to a childlike faith. There is awe and wonder in everything at that stage of life. And just yesterday, I set a timer for two minutes to clean up the floor, and one little girl screams out, This is so much fun! (laughs) (laughs) Was it my granddaughter? Uh, No. No, I don't have her. Oh, yes, your granddaughter. Yes, I do. I was thinking of your other one. It was not your granddaughter. She was homesick, which I was sad about. Oh, yeah, they are. I know, but I'm certain they will be better. Hopefully, she'll be back next week. Yes, very fun. Lots of joy. We're going to have a guy named Gary Barkalo on the show, and he wrote a book, It's Your Call. I am listening to it for the fourth time and have read it twice. And part of it is about understanding your calling isn't necessarily to a vocation, to missions. Hmm. Your calling is to give everything that God has poured into you to the world. And he quotes some verses, and I won't talk about Gary too much because we're going to have him on the show, but it talks about our glory. And that's weird for me Hmm. because I don't want to glorify myself, I think is the thing. And so he can explain that a little bit more. But I have been blessed by you and my family has by you being willing Hmm. 
to do what God made you to do. Amen. And that's what yeah. we all should do. We yes. should all seek the Lord, figure it out. How did God make me? And then go do that. Yes. And then we're acting like Jesus. The Bible talks that which every joint supplies, right? So we're playing our role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look, and the body of Christ is looking more and more like Jesus and accomplishing his purposes because we're just doing what we're supposed to do. Ooh, yeah, amen. let your light so shine before men Bingo. that they would glorify your Father in heaven. Yeah, it's my deepest desire. Absolutely. And yes. you know what? Jim Self says that. I know that I have the light within me. Mm-hmm. And when I go in, like when he was talking to people that were close to death and everything in the hospitals, he knows he's bringing a light. And once again, not to glorify himself. Right. Yes. He's bringing Jesus, and that's what we're supposed to do. Yes. I want to talk about that. Yes. Before we get to that part about mm-hmm. just love and act and be the way Jesus made you, How'd you meet Jesus? What's your story of your trajectory of your life changing forever with God? This is one of my favorite stories to tell. I love remembering when God called me to himself. I did not grow up in a Christian home. I had parents who took us to church Easter, Christmas, so there was a knowing of God. I my senior year of high school started making poor choices with friends and once i graduated high school tried to do junior college making those same choices and that wasn't going well i was not getting good grades a friend of mine was transferring to san diego state university and he had asked if i would move to san diego with him and i said sure that sounds like a good idea (laughs) so i made a deal with my parents that uh, they would pay my rent and help with food right if i was getting good grades and they agreed So we moved to San Diego. I remember when my parents moved me into the apartment and left, and I thought, oh, my goodness, what am I doing? I know no one. I know no thing. What is this? So very quickly, I— brave. It was brave. That was brave. Well, it was an unknowing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God definitely had plans I did not know. I— very quickly fell back into similar familiar knowings of doing things I should not have been doing. Very quickly got a boyfriend. He quickly moved in with me. And we together were doing things and going places. I remember at one point repeating out loud, and a friend of mine had to tell me to be quiet, but this is not who I am. This is not who I am. So one weekend with that boy, he said... On a Saturday morning, he said, we weren't going to party that weekend because we were going to go to church Sunday night. And I just agreed with him. Okay. So we went Sunday night to Horizon Christian Fellowship with Miles McPherson. And I remember walking in and just knowing that something was different and I was seeing something different. There was people, hands raised, really fully just loving this God. And my boyfriend weirdly enough, knew every word to every mm-hmm. song, which was interesting to me. Yeah. So the next couple of weeks, I went to church by myself, and I ended up giving my life to the Lord. And I remember my boyfriend had called that night and had said something about coming over to get something. He was at a friend's house, and I said, you know, this is going to change. Like, you need to move out. And he said, you're going to be that kind of Christian girl. And I said, I think that I am. (laughs) Because this is who I am. (laughs) This is who I am. But it was amazing just immediately what I knew was wrong. And immediately just 
the redemption that God gave, which I look back on, I didn't know then the gift of salvation, right? Mm. But He has helped me to walk in this gift of salvation and all the wonders and all the glory I've seen of His. It's His grace and His mercy, and I'm very thankful. It is so beautiful it to see so how beautiful. the Lord pursues us. Oh, yes. It's just overwhelming. It's irresistible if yes. we will just stop and listen to his heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he And even that a us. partying drug addict guy could be the one that <laughs> evangelized to me, who brought me to church. He really does use any avenue. <laughs> when I hear stories like this, so many of them, I wonder about his Part of the story. Do you have any oh, contact with no, him or anything? No, but I do pray for him often, and I thank God for him and the good work that obviously was started in him yeah. that was just on its way to being finished, right? Yeah, and there yeah. were out there in the world not being us, not being who he created us to yeah. be, who he called us to be, and uh, then he captures our heart. Yeah. And that's Sent 315. Yes. What, what we're so committed to is helping people get involved in that part of the process because we're called to do it our way individually mm -hmm. uniquely right right and to be a part of it is the most magnificent thing because we remember what he did for us yes he loved us first yes so we're supposed to go love like amen he loved us. amen well let me ask you about this because it gets to the point of design and mm -hmm. living how you're designed mm -hmm. and you are doing some things that we talked about with teaching and with worship leading, right. and you're just sharing who you are and what he's called you to do, and it's how you're designed. Right. But there's another aspect of it that I'm really interested in, because the rumor is from people that I trust who talked about you behind your back to me, that you also spend some time mentoring, coming alongside, and loving young women. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it's a calling and a specialty for you. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, I remember, it's actually, Jim Dealing had done a message, this was years ago, about evangelizing, and I was so convicted, just thinking, gosh, I don't do that. That's just not what I do. I don't go out into grocery stores. Like I will pray for people, right, if I'm led, but I am definitely more of an inward processor. It's hard for me to outwardly process. And... Uh, I had felt at that specific time, it's much different now, which I'm thankful for, just the growth and the glory that God brings us to. But at that specific time, anytime I talked about Jesus, I felt like I was selling a vacuum. Like there was this <laughs> end place to be, and I felt very pressured that if I didn't make the sell, and then it was just very awkward and just odd. But God has been very gracious in, in growing me and challenging me and helping me. Uh, in that area specifically. But at that time, I had reached out to Jim Dealing, and he said, for a lot of us, we're in a Christian bubble, which I really am. Um, I, at that point, was homeschooling my kids. We were going to church, doing home fellowship. My sphere outside of church was not big. Obviously, I had family that I was walking Jesus out with in front of. But he said, I would just really focus on where God has you. And at that point, it was a breakthrough for me because the pressure was off. Yes. It was really Amen. a, 
okay, I am meeting with girls. I am discipling girls. I am helping, coming alongside and helping them to love you, which my great hope is that those girls are going out and walking in their gifts, which all of them have different gifts, but some of them definitely have the gift of evangelism and the way that they would be going out on the streets, talking, praying, just being more interactive in the business world, all those places. Mm. So that was very edifying to me, very freeing to me. I think one of the most important things that we need to get right and we need to accomplish is silencing the enemy's yes. attack yes. of I shame agree. and guilt. I agree. And because, okay, so I like grew up in sales, okay? And <laughs> I could make a lot of money selling stuff. But to put it in that vernacular, right. there are the outside salespeople and right. they've been on here. Shane Blayfield, go yes, get them. Yes. Right? You are made Which for that. Which is so beautiful, yes. I'm going to have Vanessa Trowbridge, oh, this secret weapon I that I can't it. wait. Yes, I, you I know, love the it. street evangelist. Yes. <laughs> and, but you know what? Those are outside sales. Yes. There's inside yes. sales. Well said. And so think about it this way. Well you said. come in when you're not really walking. You're not being your true self, right? Right. And you walk into a church and Boom, the Lord just speaks through the worship. He speaks through mm. the word. He speaks through the kindness of mm -hmm. how we relate to the people that come into yes. our sanctuary. Right. So that's, Lord, if you accomplish one thing in this episode today, I would love you that. remove all the guilt yes. and all the shame yes, from Jesus. people who are actually accomplishing your purposes yes. the way you designed yes, them? Yes, 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 yes. Well, let's talk a little bit about that then because I really believe that I've been convicted at times, to really take a look at, yeah, you were part of the process, Kevin. You sat with somebody and they and you gave them the gospel message and they gave their life to Jesus. But then what did you do? Mm. Because there's a next step. See, I don't really even like the word evangelism because it gets stereotyped right. as something I that agree. it's really not. There's I a agree. spectrum, right? Yes. So let's talk about for lack of a better word that I've been struggling with for 40 or 50 years, the next step of evangelism, which is care and feeding and nutrition mm -hmm. and discipling, if you right. want to use yes. our Christian word, right, right? Right, So tell me about that sweet spot. How does that work with these young girls and what do you do? And Because I think there's people listening that felt exact same way you did. Mm -hmm. I'm not a good vacuum salesman, right. <laughs> and this really isn't doing something. Right. Right. So talk about how that works, the dynamic of working with these young women. Well, first, I get my heart right with the Lord right before I meet any young woman, and that is, I am not God. It is not my understanding I want for them to have. It's not my wisdom. It is absolutely God's wisdom, God's knowing, God's heart for them. And so that's what I prep with. There's obviously a responsibility, but there is absolutely a simplicity to it, which is just following the Lord's lead. And a lot of these girls that want to meet, they have questions about God, which sometimes I don't know, and I get to say, oh, let's go find that together. Amen. This is so fun. I love this. And there's sin that needs to be revealed, and then we get to repent of those things. We get to accept God's forgiveness and cleansing, which is absolutely radical. There's life situations where I get to encourage them to walk in truth, 
and also to be seeking God and asking God to come into those situations. So really, I feel like, Kevin, I am watching them on a stage. I'm in the front row, and I'm just clapping them on. <laughs> like, go, 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 I because he's good, he's good, he's good. And you are going to find that he's so faithful. I am often teary-eyed when I'm meeting with girls because the faithfulness of God to speak to them, for them to have a place to process that out with me and to be able to go, oh, that is God. That's the Holy Spirit talking to you. So I am better off because of it. Yeah. And I'm certain that God is just pleased with a space for them to really share their life and also invite Him into it. You know, I had a picture while you were sharing that of when you walk in your calling, mm -hmm. it can be irresistible. When somebody's got a contentment and a peace and you're not trying to get your own glory all yes. of that, when you're walking as he wants you to walk, that's why those five-year-olds like cleaning up with you. <laughs> and that's <laughs> yes. what these young women are doing. Yes. They're like, you're saying, let's go find that answer together. <laughs> Ooh, rah. And it's that same joy of right. doing something that's, edifying and important right. and, and getting it right. done. Yes. I don't know if you've walked into this, but do you remember Alex Goodman? Yes. Okay, so of he course. was my mentor and a thousand Marilyn others. Marilyn Goodman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, was Still mine is. For, yes. Yep. Uh -huh. Hi, Marilyn. <sighs> I asked him one day, I said, Alex, you're legend at mentoring men and everything, but when they fall and when they hmm. fail, how do you not ride that roller coaster and just die because you've invested and you've loved and you just see them going into disaster. And he said something to me, um, which is very similar to something that Mark Hoffman told me once. I don't claim their victories. I didn't I don't go, yeah, that's me. That's mine. Right, I did that. Right. So I don't ride the roller coaster because I don't claim their victories or die in their defeats. Right. Man. Have you had that where that comes up sometimes where you're working with somebody and boy they just stumble bad and hard or you don't see them again has that happened oh yes and it is definitely hard mm -hmm. what's disheartening because you know that they're not walking in god's ways which means they're not going to be walking in the glory of god and the reward of god and that there's going to be pain and suffering that to me is the sadder part, but God, right? Ah, Which reminds me of Neil Hoffman's message, um, all the buts that he said. But God says, he who started the good work is gonna be faithful to finish. So Man. I am, I and I know, there's no doubt in my mind that God started good works in, in my girls, and that he is going to be the one that's faithful to finish. And that I have done my part in speaking truth and love but also making it very clear when you're ready to come back, I'm here. You can come back, we can start right where we left off, and let's keep going. I think that's so crazy important, and the people that are listening may have suffered through some of this. I know I shared this with Matt, and I shared it with both of you before we came on. I had a heavy week, mm -hmm. and part of it, it kind of started with, I went to the courthouse to be with a mom of a son who you know, is fighting not to go to prison for a hmm. long, long time. And while I'm there, the Lord just parades, like you said, parades three other of my guys, because this was my guy. 
and two of them were changing their plea from not guilty to guilty and going away for years. And they were my guy. I didn't expect to see them. It was just wow. one after another after another. And then one of the guys is homeless on the street again. And I was going, Lord, what is this about? Mm. Because I think the enemy would use that right. as discouragement. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. dude. But as I listened to some people that I trust to have wisdom, it was like, first of all, if you hadn't invested, like other people had invested in their lives too, if you hadn't invested, you wouldn't even know their name. Mm. You wouldn't be able to pray for them while they're sitting in court. And going to prison isn't the end of the story. Hmm. I've got a, a guy in prison that, you know, we communicate and I encourage him and and he's led well over a hundred people to the Lord in the darkest place that I could possibly imagine. Right. That's not the end of the story. So right. the reason I bring that up is to encourage people who maybe you have invested in somebody's life and maybe they are far from God right now, but God is not far from them, Amen. but God, just but like you God. said. Yes. Absolutely. Man, this yes. is fire. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I know... You didn't come begging me to get on the show <laughs> at all. And you said, listen, I'm doing this out of obedience. But as you sought the Lord to come on and just share with people, are there some things that he put on your heart or things that he's teaching you right now that would be edifying for the folks that are listening? You know, I am naturally more timid, and he continues to call me out onto the water, Right. And that's exactly what this is. You know, as a good father would, just on a diving board, right? Come in, the water's so fun. Jump. But I'm so scared. I'm so scared. (laughs) I don't want to. And really calling me to deeper places of obedience, saying no to my flesh, saying no to a spirit of fear, which continues to be something that I am learning to see as a spirit of fear and say no to. So this is really just an act of kicking against (laughs) my enemy and saying yes to my God. And being okay to boast in my weaknesses, outward processing is not a strength of mine. I'm definitely one who has to sit with my thoughts, sit with what I want to say, and then say it. And he just continues to provide ways for me to practice not overthinking and just letting the outflow of my heart, which I am certain is fully the Lord's, be poured out. So. Thank you for the opportunity. I really mean that. Thank you for yeah. this opportunity. It is edifying to my faith. It's living for an audience of one. You're, you're living and doing everything for the Lord. Yes. 100%. And then all the other things that happen are side effects that the Lord made happen. I, I just find that really beautiful. Yeah. Well, and I like the way that you described it when we were talking earlier. I think you told some people that you're coming yes. on. You said, I'm walking on water. Oh, yes. Mm. Now, if somebody doesn't understand the context of that, they can go, oh, St. Melinda. <laughs> she can walk on water. Like Peter, isn't this isn't she just extraordinary? Really <laughs> but the walking on water is, I'm afraid, but I'm obedient. I'm going to yes. do the best I can. And right. Peter actually walked on the yes. water. And the way in my mind I picture it and I think the way I read it is that he held on to Jesus' hand because he was going down and walked back to the boat with Jesus. That sensation must have been just incredible. Yeah, and he started to sink when he put his eyes on the water and took his eyes off the Lord, but then he grabs the Lord's hand or the Lord grabs his hand and they walk back to the boat. And that's encouraging for these people 
Take Amen. that step out of the boat and walk on Amen. water where yes. you're afraid. Right. And watch what happens. Yeah. Well, I think this side of heaven is when we get to walk in faith. It's yeah. our gift mm. to Him. Well said. It's our worship to Him. And when we're in heaven, there we're going to see face to face. How much faith will we need faith, then? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't get so, it. But so here this we need is it. the time. This is our opportunity to show our love and obedience. God says, "I know that you love me because you obey me." That is my very sincere desire. And I know that as I obey God, the more that He is in me. And the and I want him more in me, so that the more of him comes out of me. Amen, yeah. And I also think about you know, going back to Peter walking on water. I think where could where would Jesus have taken Peter if he didn't look down at the water? Where would Jesus have taken out into the deeps? What would he have shown him? So my wow. prayer is often, God, take me to the deeps. And I think of Brianna singing Oceans every time I pray that, which is another spectacular woman of God. Yep. So, yeah, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for opportunities to walk on the water. Absolutely. Sometimes I turn it over to the person that is walking in their calling so that they can pray for the people like that. But I just feel so led that I need to pray for you. Oh, thank you. And for the people who are resonating. Because I really think that this is breakthrough kingdom living for Amen. some people. That if they get a hold of this, those people that the enemy has been working overtime hmm. on, that they will agree with their father. Just like God told so many people don't be afraid. Yes. Um, have courage. Do not be anxious. Yes. Yeah, all of this. It's mm. the number one yes. repeated command yes. in the Bible. And yes. the reason it is is because in ourselves and in agreeing with the enemy, we have every reason to be afraid. Amen. Yes. <laughs> right. yeah. no, for real, yeah. You're because, correct. But the reason that we do is because we're agreeing with the enemy. Yes. And we're not now. Yes. So I want to just oh, close us you. in prayer. Father, it is just great to be with Melinda and just to be encouraged, to be sharpened, to be energized by a daughter walking in faith the best mm. she can. So Father, right now for her and, and, and this wrestling match that she's had at times with the spirit of fear, we come against it in the strong name of mm. Jesus. We say be gone. You have no purpose, you have no authority, you are banished in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. And we extend that prayer for every person that's listening who yes, understands God. exactly what this is all about. Yes, because God. we all have some timidity, we all mm. have some fear of the unknown. And Father, I just ask that this would be the time for every person that's listening, that they would step out of the boat Walk on the water. Yes, God. Into the depths of yes, what you had God. for them. Mm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.